This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. Lots to do tonight on the show. We'll recap the Mets and Yankee victory. We'll also have bad news about Julius Randle and uh, Harvey. How about those devils? Rewatchable movie bracket as well at 1-800-919-3776. Also via Twitter, at Hardesty ESPN, at Gordon Damer, at ESPNNY, 98 underscore 7 FM, along with Harvey and Joe. We're here until midnight. Then it's Freddie and Fitzsimmons on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon, how are you? Larry, I'm assuming you're doing a little better now than you were this afternoon. Yes. Yes. If, if you had said to me last night, Jacob deGrom would make his first start mm-hmm. and Justin Verlander would not, I would have, I, I don't know what I would have said. I probably would have been speechless. And when that's that, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and when that tweet came across, uh, I, I, was it was it Passon who had it? I don't remember who I saw with it first. It might have been Jeff Passon. I had to check to make sure it was it was Jeff Passon. Right. Yeah. You want to make sure it's two F's, it's not garbage. three, not three F's on Jeff. <laughs> you know, it's not it's pass in, not pass him. Yeah. Uh, you have to check these things sometimes. You do. But man, that had to be that had to be a real kick in the stomach, or somewhere even lower than that, Larry. A little lower, Gordon. <laughs> a little lower. Yeah. It was. It was just like, I mean, are you kidding me right now? And and what did we what did we walk off the air saying last night? You said it, man. You nailed it. <laughs> Top of the rotation with all the guys. This yeah. is this is why you just and never those, know. And when those guys leave Houston, it just seems like something happens. <laughs> he wasn't like this in Houston. He made all the starts last year. Well, yeah. I know what he missed, maybe what it was the World Series. He missed a start somewhere. Right. I don't remember now, but he missed a start somewhere, but not at the beginning of the season. So listen, I guess if you have to miss a start, now's the time to miss it while it's early in the season. And, you know, I saw the interview with him and he indicated, listen, if this was the postseason, I'd be pitching. And that's not good news because I don't know how good he would be. I I don't ever believe that. (laughs) You know, like, oh, if it were really important, I I would be going, what? What What are we talking about? Oh, so (laughs) – That's exactly. That's not good. What you're saying is, if I go out there right now, it might be the last time I pitch for a very long time. Right. But so, if I go out there in the postseason, it's okay. If it's right, if yeah. I, if I blow if it I out pitch. in the postseason, I got a full off season to recover from it. Yeah, and, and we don't get you on on your pitching day. Exactly. Which we're which we're you know which we got us got our eyes on. So that that was a so the saving grace though of of the game because hey guess what Gordon Max Scherzer was not exactly an ace tonight either, give him credit I know it's early I'm not remember I'm not trying to be Mr. Pessimistic Met guy right but you know you know what I expect from my aces I expect what Garrett Cole gave the Yankees this afternoon something along those lines now Scherzer didn't have to strike out eleven or twelve although the Marlins he was toying with the Marlins most of the afternoon. Uh, but, you know, you, I don't like when you give up leads. You're the ace. I mean, you can give up a couple of runs. Nobody's perfect. But you can't give up the lead. Fortunately, the bullpen for one day looks pretty good. And the offense, as soon as the, the uh, pitching blew the lead, the offense got it right back for you. Yes. Which is what you were looking for. So, Absolutely. Uh, look, it might be the type of thing where the offense kind of has to carry the Mets a little bit early on with the mm-hmm. loss of Verlander and if Scherzer is kind of rounding into form, the other injuries to the rotation with Quintana and everything else. Um 
But the Mets are going to be a good team. I think the Yankees are going to be a good team. And I think the real credit, you know, I listened to the K show today, and they were giving everybody credit for all the things that went right because everything went right for the Yankees today. The person that really deserves the credit is Billy Crystal for not throwing out the not taking so long to throw out that first pitch like last year. Remember, mm-hmm. that's he right. He took forever to throw out that first pitch. Cole was ticked off. He gave up runs early on today. No Billy Crystal. Garrett Cole looked like uh, he, he's never looked better. He looked like he was in Houston. For Pete's sake, he, he looked like he had the spider tack going on. He, he looked uh, fantastic today. Uh, judge is ready, huh? Look, you know, there's a a, a, um, a scene in the movie, speaking of Billy Crystal, there's a scene in the movie uh, City Slickers where he's mm-hmm. talking about his first Yankee game. Yep. And uh, this happened, and the grass was so green. 99, baby. This this is almost like a scene from that if City Slickers were to take place 20 years in the future. You know, it was opening day. Judge hit a home run. Cole was electric. Everything was fantastic. Um, Volpe made his debut. The other team didn't score any runs. They struck out basically everybody, and the game was over in two and a half hours. It was fantastic. Well, I had no doubt the game was going to be over. You know what? At 39 degrees first pitch, that game might have been over two and a half hours without the pitch clock. Because <laughs> I know they were trying to get off that field as quickly as possible with those winds blowing up at the stadium. But, you know, Gordon, I got to tell you, when I looked at the lineup, I was like, wow, look at Aaron Boone. A little DJ LeMahieu leading off, a little Glaber Torres and at the DH, right? And uh, Torres paid off, you know, a couple of RBIs for mm-hmm. you. Uh, so you know what? I, I I like to look at that lineup a little bit. Well, look, it's going to depend on God. It's going to depend on the bottom half of the lineup, right? The yeah. Top half, you think if LeMahieu can stay healthy, he gives you something nobody else does. He can be kind of be that leadoff hitter. Judge and Rizzo and Stanton. It's just about staying healthy for those guys. They will produce. The real story is, does Donaldson have anything left? Does Glaber Torres have a bounce back year? Well, I shouldn't really say bounce back year because he did have a good year overall. It was just when he was mm-hmm. bad last year, he was horrible. Yeah, he was really and, bad. And, and then what can you get from the, the other guys at the bottom of the lineup? Uh, Cabrera, Trevino, um, Volpe, obviously. So mm-hmm. um, it's going to kind of depend on those guys. And can they get production out of the bottom half of the order? Uh, how'd your bullpen look today, Gordon? What, what, what was your feelings there? Look, I never really worry about the Yankee bullpen. I know you do. I know. Yeah. I mean, they always seem to do a great job with that, and uh, it was really kind of a picture-perfect kind of day. It was. Five zip. I mean, even even Eli in Washingtonville, this is a day that he is not going to call because there's nothing to complain about. Not yeah. about today. Anyway, <laughs> he'll, he'll bring up October now. But. No, he'll, he'll find something. He'll, he'll find something. There's, there's no question about it. You know I don't know what it could be. All the strikeouts. They did strike out a bunch. Yeah, you know. 16 Just like times. they normally do. Yeah. That's it. You know, home, home run or bust. That's what this team is. You know, he'll find something. He's Eli. He is. <laughs> very negative. He'll find something. There's no doubt about that. He will find something. But listen, for opening day, both local baseball teams find a way to win, and that's a good thing. And I just think, Gordon, because it's such a long season. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a long season. We're going to have a bunch of roller coaster rides here. But if you're looking for trends, right, and you have a little bit of question, I mean, Aaron Judge, you have to say, could he, not trying to jinx him, right? but could he go on like another tear? 
and have a similar not as good not not as dominant. It's almost yeah. It's, it's but because because he could not right. you know that's that, that's I mean, Babe Ruth. He, he could hit forty five home runs this year. Yeah, you hit forty five home runs. That's an incredible. That's one of the great seasons. Uh, Any time you have. To yeah, do that. absolutely. Forty five is significantly less than sixty two. So mm-hmm. uh, as long as the team is winning. He's going to be, and as long as he's healthy, he's going to produce. The only number that really matters for Judge is games played, because if he plays right. games, he's going to put up numbers. Uh, it's hard for me to think that he's ever going to approach 62 again, but, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes when guys chase that record, they, they, yeah. they have big years after that too, so who knows? Yeah, no question about that. So, it, 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 it was, listen, as we said, uh, Garrett Cole was the star of the game. Six innings, three hits, 11 Ks, two walks. Uh, Gordon, he was dominant. <laughs> he was striking out. I he mean, especially dominant. early. He was. What did he strike? Eight out of the first nine, or oh, I can't remember how many it was early on. But uh, look, that's what you're looking for. That's mm-hmm. he is the ace, and and you know, say what you will about Garrett Cole, he's not been. Um, I think what he's never been the best pitcher in baseball when he's been with the Yankees. But the one thing that he has done that the Met Aces have not been able to do is he is there every fifth day, pretty much. Right. He right. is dependable. He is reliable. You know, you're going to get a bunch of innings out of him. Most times out there, you know, everything's under a microscope. But most times he has carried uh, carried the load. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was he was as electric today. If that's any indication of what he's going to look like this year, man, look out. And you know, they brought up something in the broadcast on the TV. What was it on the TV? I don't remember where I heard it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was on the TV. But the fact that, you know, Cole is such a uh, perfectionist. Yeah. The fact that there's now this pitch clock mm-hmm. might allow him to get into a rhythm and and kind of be able to predict a rhythm Yep. in a way that maybe, you know, before he has to, oh, I want to come up with this. Now he's just getting it, getting the pitch and throwing it. Yeah. And maybe for somebody like him who's such a perfectionist, I don't know. Maybe that makes him even better than he has been. I don't know. And you know, what's funny, we're sitting here, we're talking about how dominant, uh, you know, Cole was, and he was. I mean, as you mentioned, Logan Webb had 12, 12 strikeouts. Yeah, he was not. I mean, he gave up a couple of home runs, and that was the difference. And and generally, wow. that's the difference in games, right? If yeah. One team, you know, they had some hits as well. They had three hits on the day. They, uh, Cole walked a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when the Yankees got a pitch to do damage on, they did damage on it. So yeah. between Judge's home run and between Glaber, uh, that that was the difference in the game. So a good first win. Yankees have a tough little schedule here to start things. I don't think the Giants are going to be as bad as they were. Mm-hmm. Phillies, obviously, big things are expected. So you don't want to get off to a slow start. So a win on opening day always makes things feel it's always like. Good. Right. You always feel like, oh, this is going to be a great season. Absolutely. Especially when your home run hitter hits on the first pitch. That's it. Here's what's happening here. We're winning this game. Bang. <laughs> it's incredible. It's incredible. That's a, And I'm real interested too, Gordon, because as everybody knows, baseball-wise, this season you don't have as many games in your division. You play everybody now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these, these games, there's a premium for the games in your division, but you really need to take care of business outside your division as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And I mean, the reason why the Yankees had the reason the, the season that they did last year is because of how hot they were early on. Yep. Uh, so, 
uh, you'd like a replay of at least the start of the season. I'm not saying you want a replay of the whole season, clearly. <laughs> Certainly don't want the end. You don't want that no, second you half. You don't no. want the injuries. You don't want no. the post-All-Star break. But no. uh, it does um, it does make you feel good when your team goes out. You know, you wait so long for opening day that when the team is back, it, everything seems right in the world. Now, I know they ultimately came back to win. But, Gordon, I have to admit, I did have a slight smile on my face. The line on Jacob DeGrom, three and two-thirds innings, six hits, five runs, all earned, seven strikeouts, 73 pitches. His opening day ERA, 12.27. It's going to take a while to get that come, to come down. It's going to take a couple of starts. And the last thing, the only way, well, look, if the Mets had lost, obviously that would have been worse than, than, than the, the Verlander news. Right. But if the Verlander right. news had come, and then DeGrom went out there and threw six inning. You know, if he looked no like hitter. Cole did today. No hitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's the last thing. That's the last thing you need. So the fact that he got knocked around a little bit. Look, I think if he's healthy, I think he'll be fine too over time. Mm-hmm. Sure. But that health concern, I, there's probably no player in baseball who has a greater health concern than Jacob DeGrom. Absolutely right. And the scary thing here is you wait. And in a couple of days, you expect to hear, um, you know, looking back on my Met days with Jacob. Oh, you're holding there's, your breath. There's, some, there's an injury Absolutely. coming up. And that's why he looks, because he doesn't look like that. Gordon, he doesn't look, he never looks like that. No. And so now you think, uh-oh, there's an injury coming. So expect now, in another day or two, he's going to be on the IL too. Uh, you, you will hold your breath every start that that guy makes this year. If you're if you're a fan of the Texas Rangers, and when he has an outing that is so um, subpar, so out of the, the ordinary for him, especially, you're going to worry even more. Uh, you know that that contract is a that's a long time, man, for a guy who's had as many injuries as he has. So mm-hmm. uh, we shall see. But you're you're out of that. You're out of the Jacob Degrom business. <sighs> it's not your problem anymore. It's like when you break up with a with an ex and you find out the ex is doing something to somebody else and it's it's a, an ugly scene. Mm-hmm. Not my problem anymore. That's that's that other guy's problem. Not my that's problem right. anymore. Absolutely, no question about it. Uh, a little later, we're going to start you slow. We're going to have one Aaron Boone for you to okay. Work on the I, I with Aaron. intentionally avoided the post game today. I appreciate that. It's a good job out of you. Yep. Good job. At, at, you. At, at first, I I was thinking I'm like ah oh, let me see. Oh, it's like oh I forgot. Let me shut this off. That's why I got That's out. Right. That's it. Good, good. Because you know, there's we have to. We want to. We're not, not going to throw you in the in the middle of the ocean. Right. Well, it's boom, uh, and it was a good day, and he's over. He's overly positive to begin with, so I, I can't imagine today he's going to all of a sudden start laying into anybody. That would be really out of character. I would. I would worry it was an imposter. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but I got to say. Uh, that was a pretty tidy 233, Gordon. Uh, very nice. Very, the K, Michael K on the K show almost from the start. <laughs> he almost got in early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he almost started fa- to show on time. If, if the game went any faster, it would be going back in time. I mean, the o- look, everybody can have their own opinions about things. I can't imagine that anybody who looks at this with a fair value or fair uh, eye on this you're mm-hmm. gonna have any problem. And really, the only criticism of the pitch clock is why didn't they do it sooner? Yeah, you're right. It's it's fantastic. It is. It's a world of difference. Oh it's a world my of difference. God. It's, it's, it's fantastic. 
unbelievable. It makes it's 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 a different game. It it's just, a different game. It, it 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 felt like, and I don't know. Maybe this won't be the case moving forward when you get deep into the season or the dog days of August. But it just felt like the game had so much more energy. Mm-hmm. Because nice things are happening. To it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did. Oh, it was it was it was, it was absolutely uh, it was lovely. So and and it didn't really cut now. The one thing I will say is I thought and maybe this will turn out to be the case over time. Mm-hmm. The fact that there's the pitch clock and pitchers can't take as much time in between pitches, I would have thought you know velocity. Maybe they won't be able to to dial it up as hard. Maybe that will cut down on the strikeouts, at least by the Yankee game standards. <laughs> that was not, not so the much. case today. No, there were more strikeouts today. But it is one game. We'll see how things play out over time. But in terms of a product, oh, my God. It's like one of those shows where the guy takes over the restaurant or takes over the bar, and, uh-huh. and the, the place is generally the same, but it has a whole new look, a whole yeah. new vibe, a whole new energy. Yeah, that yeah. Was like, that was baseball today. It had a whole new vibe, a whole new energy, and it was fantastic. It really did. It really did. Even, even Scherzer, who starts quickly and just holds the baseball and holds the baseball and holds the baseball because he's trying to tweak the clock. Mm-hmm. Even, even there was, you know, kind of fast it was still pretty fast there so well look that's that's kind of the gamesmanship of the game absolutely that's yeah you want your game to be unique i know i don't know if the baseball owners uh, and the the, the the commissioner ever want they seem like they want the game to be just like everybody else's game but uh, that's one of the beauties of baseball is that there is that gamesmanship inside the game yeah, everybody loves it until the uh, concessions money drops. <laughs> no, they'll just charge you more. You want yeah. popcorn? Thirteen dollars. <laughs> we're go- we're gonna get our money. We're oh, going no, to I, get I, our Larry, money. Larry, I have no fear. That's not something I'm ever worried about. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven says, get your thoughts on opening day for both the Mets and Yankees. But first, ESPN New York has your chance to win twenty five thousand dollars this baseball season in the New York No Hitter Sweepstakes. Each game day, we'll select one fan to choose between New York's National League or American League team. If the chosen team throws a no-hitter, that fan will win 25000 bucks. To enter, go to ESPNNewYork.com or enter on the ESPN New York app. Daily qualifiers will be announced weekdays on the DPH and Rothenberg Show and the Michael K Show and weekends during Dan Grossa and Anita Marks. Presented by MohicanSunCasino.com. Enter now for your chance to win $25,000. For full contest rules, go to ESPNNewYork.com. Oh, by the way, Mohican, Mohican Sun Casino will be where Gordon Damon will be hanging out on Saturday starting at 3 o'clock. So all roads lead to Mohegan Sun Casino this Saturday. And say wave to Gordon for me. And, and give him, you know, he, he likes to bet shekels. Give him some good tips. Yes, you know, I, need, I need a, a poof. I need, I need some reinforcements. I need some good tips right now. Your calls are next on 9870 ESPN. Mr. Pessimistic Met Guy. Are you ready to make a difference for the environment while helping the visually impaired at the same time? Then donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind today by calling 1-800-983-6530. Every donated vehicle will either be properly recycled in an eco-friendly manner or given a new life through reuse. Donating your vehicle is easy. Simply call 1-800-983-6530 and Heritage for the Blind will do the rest. They'll even arrange for your vehicle to be picked up at no cost 
to you. And for a limited time, when you donate your car, you'll receive a $200 restaurant voucher and a two-night, three-day hotel stay at one of 50 locations. Call 1-800-983-6530 right now to schedule your vehicle donation and make a positive impact on the environment while helping others. Heritage for the Blind, where every car donation counts and every person makes a difference. Call 1-800-983-6530 now. This advertisement is paid for by Heritage for the Blind. Are you ready to make a difference for the environment while helping the visually impaired at the same time? Then donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind today by calling 1-800-983-6530. Every donated vehicle will either be properly recycled in an eco-friendly manner or given a new life through reuse. Donating your vehicle is easy. Simply call 1-800-983-6530 and Heritage for the Blind will do the rest. They'll even arrange for your vehicle to be picked up at no cost to you. And for a limited time, when you donate your car, you'll receive a $200 restaurant voucher and a two-night, three-day hotel stay at one of 50 locations. Call 1-800-983-6530 right now to schedule your vehicle donation and make a positive impact on the environment while helping others. Heritage for the Blind, where every car donation counts and every person makes a difference. Call 1-800-983-6530 now. This advertisement is paid for by Heritage for the Blind. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control of your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank accounts, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problem now by calling the experts at U.S. Tax Shield and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. U.S. Tax Shield offers a price protection guaranteed quote to get you protected today. U.S. Tax Shield is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, so call now. 800-687-5192. That's 800-687-5192. U.S. Tax Shield. 800-687-5192. Inflation is nothing more than a legal form of theft because with every new round of money printing, the value of your 401k or IRA is decreased through the dilution of the money supply. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and while you can, I highly recommend you consider physical gold for your retirement account. Why? Because gold provides real wealth preservation that can withstand anything. Even better, with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group, you pay no penalties or taxes when you transfer your current retirement funds. To learn more, get a free info kit on gold from my friends at Birch Gold. There is no cost or obligation, so request this information right now. Call Birch Gold Group today at 800-533-1344 to get your free info kit on gold. Call 800-533-1344. That's 800-533-1344. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Stolen base by him today, Gordon. Yeah, well, look, he's supposed to kind of fly under the radar. He he handled all the plays that he had to make in the field. Um, they the almost had line. that, you know, that uh, the the stolen base. They almost uh, almost got the runner there. He handled that fine. 
Um, you know, he had the, the, the walk on the day, he had a stolen base on the day. He didn't strike out the most of anyone on the day. So <laughs> it was all good. And, you know, the thing is, is that Yankee fans, and I think New York fans love the homegrown players. He is supposedly the best of the bunch right now, of the homegrown players for the Yankees. And mm-hmm. the fact that you get him means you're not getting one of the, 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 the least or, or the, the most unlike players. Right. He's replacing IKF, so I think he has that going for him, too. No question about it. Set to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Robbie's in Massachusetts. Robbie, start us off on ESPN New York tonight. Hey, nice to start off, guys. How are you? Thanks for taking the call. Um, it was fun watching the game today, Gordon. I mean, you know, I mean, and watching Volpe. You know, it's kind of like I'm hoping it's kind of like Jeter all over again, that there's a thin thrust of young, you know, uh, you know, enthusiasm. And it's, it's refreshing to see, especially when the Yankees bring in a lot of veteran guys like the Donaldsons of the world, those type of players where, you know, it's great to see the homegrown guys. So, um, but uh, overall, but Derek Cole looked, you know, looked good. I still, you know, it still bothers me to judge Bat second. I know we talk about this all the time, but if LeMayu doesn't get on, he'd get a lot of solo home runs. But, wow, he knocks the ball out first time. Um, I don't know, just get your thoughts on the pitching staff. I, I know there's a possibility of the Yankees um, making a trade for, for pitcher with all the you know guys that are banged up right now. So I'll get your thoughts on that. And also, too, about the Rangers game. You know, let me tell you something. I'm a ticked-off Ranger fan tonight. I really am. And I'll give the Devils credit. I'm not taking anything away from what the Devils did. But you know what? It'd be nice if the top six forwards would show up. You know, I said this a couple of weeks ago. I love Patrick Kane. He's one of my all-time favorite players, fantastic player, probably, you know, arguably the greatest American player ever put on a pair of skates, okay? But come on, man, you know, you can't stop going east and west. He wasn't the right player to bring in. you got too many guys that are, that are not – there's no net front presence. And you've got to work harder. And you got you can't stop playing in your own end all the time. It's the ridiculous turnovers and neutral zone turnovers and the lack of a forecheck. I mean, the Rangers have to think more in terms of simplifying their game and going back and forth north, north, north you know, north and south to east and west, Larry. I mean – Igor was terrific tonight, but they just mm-hmm. don't get enough chances. Twenty-three chances. They got pushed around by teams that's more than them. That should not happen. I don't know. I just, I, I you know, Miller. He, he, Miller's soft. Miller should watch films. I mean, when the Rangers tonight, they, they think they can win everything on the rush. They think that they're like hanging out with the extravaganza, uh, you know, on the pinwheel with the Charlestown Chiefs and Ogie Oglethorpe. All right. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> well, you I'll know? say this, Robbie. <laughs> Thanks for the phone call. I'll say this. I thought the Rangers got off to a slow start, Gordon. They they really were. I mean, they were down two nothing. It just seemed like they, they couldn't do anything. And then in the in the second period, they got a little life. And then they you know they got the power play goal. And then you thought they would pick up. And then you know they just couldn't find a way to. As Robbie said, they just didn't get enough pucks on that. But listen, Harvey 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 was sitting uh, here in the studio, Gordon. He's he's very nervous, but he's very happy right now. Well, you gotta be, you gotta be happy. That's a good win. And, That's a nice win and, at home. And, the, and a loss would have really been damaging to them. Right? I would have felt like that they were kind of kind of spent on the season. So that's right. Good performance by the Devils. Good. Yeah, and, it's weird though that it was like the the Devils got the two early goals and the Rangers never re- it never really felt uh, no. like you they, never they thought were they were in the game. Take control of it. You know. Never, never. They 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 seemed to step slow all night, all night. And by the way. Uh, Robbie, the Yankees have acquired right-hand pitcher Colton Brewer from Tampa Bay. There you go. Uh, big, I mean, I know that there was a thing out there about the Yankees were going to make a trade here. So I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that's the trade that they were going to make or something along those lines. So yeah, you know, cast considerations. Trades. They got him. Yeah. So 
I don't know much about Colton Brewer. I'm sure I've seen him before. Yeah, I'm not sure remembered, but um, if the Yankees think that he can be a, an arm that helps out of the bullpen, their track record in bullpen arms is generally pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, fifth or sixth starter. As long as they didn't acquire him from the Oakland A's. <laughs> that's no, a, that's a good that. sign. He didn't go from, from Tampa to Oakland to the Yankees. He went right from Tampa to the Yankees. <laughs> that's right. That, that's it. 30-year-old. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some information there, Gordon, for you. Uh, spent the majority of last season with AAA Omaha, the Kansas City Royals organization, went mm-hmm. one and one with a save, 4.76 ERA. Gave up 30, 36 hits in 39 and two-thirds innings, uh, 21 earned runs, 18 walks, 42 strikeouts, seven home runs, over 36 relief appearances. Then he signed with the Rays as a minor league free agent. Uh, with an invitation to spring training in December, and he did not allow an earned run in eight relief appearances for them. So, okay, uh, you know, nine innings, four hits, one run, unearned, three walks, and fifteen strikeouts. So it seems like he can, he can, uh, he's got a strikeout pitch to him. Well, look, if, if games are coming down to him, then we're in trouble. Yeah, no, no, he's he's a what, what we used to call the long man out of the pen. That's fine. <laughs> Mark's in Newark. What's up, Mark? So I'm batting second, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's right. Okay. So, so fellas, uh, how are you tonight? We're doing good. great, Mark. How can we not? Be? Oh, good, 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 good. You got that right. Me too. So, uh, here's what here's what here's what goes down today. Okay. So, I'm at work and uh, I can't see the Mets game. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my workmates walks past and goes, hey, Mark, Yankees are up three to nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> so I'm thinking the worst again because, you know, my spark plug is still popping from yesterday. Okay. So I'm thinking the worst. So I'm driving home and I'm not going to listen to to the game or nothing like that. So I just said, okay, I know it's going to be bad. Put it out of my mind. Then on the radio I hear, that uh, the Devils are playing the Rangers tonight. Now, mm-hmm. yesterday when I heard that, I was, like, nervous because that's a big game. And I'm like, you know, and I told you yesterday, you know, my spark plug is bad. It's still popping and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I didn't know if I wanted to do that. Right. However, the Mets did win. I saw, you know, the recap highlights. And what I love about the Mets is all of my teams is they are just fun. I mean, it's nervous, but it's fun. And then I watched the Rangers and the Devils and – Man, I'm hearing the Rangers was a step slow. I thought the Devils were a step fast. And they were on, they were on everything and the goalie van the check and Graves with that with that sweep out of the, the, for them to tie the game, Graves swept it out and the and the Ranger guy just missed it. And he's standing there looking up at the at the big the jumbotron with his hand on his hip and he's looking like, Damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love every second of it. The Devils, woo! Now here they are, one point behind uh, Carolina for first place. Yeah, I mean, like, wow, man! And then t- tomorrow night, it's Friday. The Nets play the Hawks in a big game for them. And oh my gosh, man, my teams do this to me, but it sure is fun, like I said yesterday. And baseball season is back. The Mets won. I forgot how much fun it is watching the Mets play. And that's another thing about it. I can't wait for 161 more games. The Mets are fun to watch. I, I'm, I'm, I'm still popping. I need well, a new spark plug, though. I don't think so. I think your spark plug is good. 
You, you seem to be humming along right there, my friend. Humming along. Humming along. You should be in good shape. You should be in good shape. Mark had a, Mark had a little stress level, Gordon, but it, it worked out okay for him. Well, I'm sure that the stress level will return at some point. There's not even a question. Probably tomorrow night with Atlanta and I was listening to the K-Show today, and all Yankee fans are calling up and saying, you know, I don't understand why people are so negative all the time about this team and how great Cashman is. I'm like, you guys are such frauds. (laughs) It's true. Because so many of them are the same people yelling and screaming. And, And look, when things are bad, yes, you point out things are bad. But this idea, oh well, you know what? Maybe we just have to we, we we just have to enjoy all the performances. Come on, come back to me. Wait until Stanton goes through a prolonged slump, right? And they will be remarking about how bad that contract is. Well, wait until Aaron Hicks doesn't do what he well, normally does. Wait until Aaron Hicks is in the starting lineup. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you don't have to wait that long. As soon as he's in the lineup. They'll be yeah. ready. So they'll 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 be back. They they're just oh of they're course. just they're just happy today. It's listen, it's like I remember walking into the stadium and Dave Sims was there and he says, Opening day, all is right with the world. And that's the way it is on opening day. Mm-hmm. It's the the winter's over. It's baseball. It's it's, it's baseball. sunny. We're ready to go for the next seven, eight months. We've got baseball every single day. We got something that we got must. We got appointment TV, Gordon. Mm-hmm. Baseball games every single day. Ah, oh, it doesn't get any better than this. So that's how fans are. First day is like, oh, it's glorious. It's baseball time. It's baseball time. And then the losing yes. streak starts. It'll, it'll change. <laughs> it'll change. By the time I'm sitting at Mohegan Sun on Saturday, Larry, it might very well have changed. We'll continue to take your calls on the, the Mets and Yankees. Plus, Gordon, the news was not good on Julius Randle. Not good at all. We'll discuss that next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. I love the pace. I don't like the clock. I'll, I'll double down on that. You know, I think the umpire should have discretion to turn the clock off. So I'll turn this over to Tony. We had this conversation the other day. Do you think, do you think he, you know, should in that situation, should that, uh, should we start doing ball strike in that situation? I'll go off the record with you. Oh, you're, no, go on the record. Let's see. I mean, like, you got to be able to defend this. I guess you can't. Okay. Max Scherzer. <laughs> Always looking for an edge, Gordon. He's always looking for an edge. The umpire should have the discretion to turn off the pitch clock. Really? Come on, Max. Come back I, to us. I, I get it. Max is a very accomplished superstar, future Hall of Famer. Baseball players in general are very stuck in their ways. He's 100% wrong on this. <laughs> and, and one of the big reasons why he is wrong on this is the, the umpires can't handle what they're doing already. <laughs> Did you see the strike zone at the Yankee game today? Yeah, I did. I mean, it was outrageous. It was outrageous. So, no, the the umpires don't need any discretion. No. They haven't haven't earned it. And we've tried the discretion of the umpires, then they do it for a couple of weeks, and then they go, no, now it is these are the rules. Don't like it? Too bad. It, it, It is sensational for the game. And as someone who plays the game and who loves the game, and has been super successful in the game, you got to get your head out of your butt and realize that this is good for the game of baseball. I just don't get it. I, I don't. 
I, I just don't. These guys, they it. don't want it. They don't want any. Oh no, no, no! I have to do it my. I, they, I guess they just never hear no. I don't know, but they just want to do it the way they've always done it. Baseball players are very stuck in their ways. It almost feels like much more than in any other sport, and the sport itself always seems stuck in its ways. But no, the, the, Max Scherzer could not. Max Scherzer will answer questions after every start he makes this year, and he could not be more wrong than that. Yeah. What he just said. I mean, I don't get and put it. Why would you put anything in the hands of the umpire? They got enough. Anything. They can't handle what they got. There's a lot of them that can't even like the fact that we know baseball umpires' names is a bad sign. Yeah, it's true. And we know, and we don't know them because oh my god, this guy's so good at calling. No, you know this. Oh my god, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. We know what's going to happen with this one. We mm-hmm. know what's going to happen. Well, I'll say this. Um, the Met, and look, it's early. We get it. It's day one. But when you consider that the Mets went 50 and 26 against the NL East last year, um, they really, that's what they have to do, Gordon, to, to maintain that, that pace with Atlanta. They're going to have to beat up on the, on the NL East as much as they can and try to keep pace with Atlanta because as good as they are, and they are a very good team. Gordon, the Mets are a very good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta is right there. And they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Well, I mean, look, at the American League, you'd say it's the Astros. Yeah. Uh, the, in, the, in the National League, you'd have to say it's the Braves. It I is. mean, they are, they are the model organization. They do it, uh, they do it perfectly. Uh, they overcome injuries. They, they win every year. They win the division every year. I mean, they're a sensationally run organization. So... Yeah, the Mets are, are really good. I think the Mets are going to win a lot of games this year. They have a lot of pressure on them to win the World Series, but they might be playing in the division with the best team in baseball. Not it just the be. best team in their division, the best team in all the whole sport. Yeah, yeah. Who, by the way, had a, had an injury today to their starter who got pulled, uh, pulled a hamstring. Mm-hmm. So he may have to go on the IL as well. So, yeah, I still never, even... The injuries never really seem to hurt the Braves nearly as no. much. No. No, because they have somebody else that just comes up out of nowhere and yep. does a great job for him. Yep. And sometimes it's a former Met. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Ugh. They're frustrating, Gordon. I'm just telling you, you can't. They're always in the rearview mirror. Every time you turn around, they're always there. Wherever you go, they're, well, they're like a horror movie. They're like you, Scream. Yeah. In every mirror, they're there. When you look through the door, they're there. Everywhere you go as a Met fan, Atlanta's there. And it's impossible to get away. You thought you were away from them last year. You can't, you're not going to be any more away from them this year than you were last year. I know. And they chased you down. They hunted you down like Jason, like Freddie, like, uh, I don't know what was Jason, Freddie. Who's the other one? Michael Myers. Yeah, like one of those guys. Of you know, I, I just want, you know, I, I just want them to, to go away like, like, like this final Halloween. <laughs> oh no! I mean, the, I you could be up twenty games on them, and you could not feel. I mean, two years ago they were under five hundred. I think until like July. Yeah. And then last year you had a ten and a half game lead on them, and you yeah. thought it was over. I'm not saying you specifically, but a lot of people thought, "Oh, Mets yeah. are going to win the division. They can't blow this." Gary Cohen had a stat on the broadcast today on SNY. That the Mets, the past two seasons, have spent the most time in first place than any team <laughs> and haven't finished the deal. Yeah. And haven't yeah. finished the deal. Oh, it's so, it's so frustrating, Gordon. 
It's so frustrating. It just is. It just is. And and here and you remember why I kept telling kept telling myself I'm talking to the audience, but I'm also talking to me. I keep saying, "Listen, you can't worry about the land until you face them. Nothing you can do about them. You have to handle your business when you face them. Just nothing you can do. Just they keep winning, you keep winning. But then that's when you, and then you face them, and we all know what happened last year. Did not go well. No. Josh is in Long Island. Hey, Josh, you're next on 98.7. Yeah. So first of all, love the show. Also about the Yankees um, last year. Right. Every year it's been every year it's been rough. They haven't gone anywhere in a long time. But I want to know why you think this year they re-signed Judge, they signed Rodan. They didn't do much besides that. Why are they going to go any further than they went last year? Did did we say that they were going to go further this year than last year? No, but everyone's expecting them to. So why? why I, I actually don't. I actually don't them? think that they do. I, I I think that this year there's actually diminished expectations for the Yankees. Everywhere I see, you know, there's five teams, six teams, seven teams that are better than the Yankees. So uh, I think if you so want to be, going to do something about this. Well, I mean, I think that they think that they have done this. You know, they, they think by the addition Thanks, of Rodon, uh, adding to the rotation. Uh, if they could ever have a little better health than they had last year. I mean, last year they had a ridiculous amount of injuries down the stretch. Uh, and if they simply have some – now, again, I'm not saying that I expect this, but what they would say is that they expect that Josh Donaldson will not be as bad as he was last year. They'll figure out something, some combination to put in left field and we'll make a trade if they need to. But that the rotation overall will be better than it was a year ago. The bullpen will be healthier than it was a year ago, and the overall health of the team will be better than it was a year ago. And again, they did win 90. You know, to say that they didn't go anywhere last year, they did go to the ALCS. Now, they didn't last long, and they, and they got completely embarrassed when they got there. But to say that they didn't go anywhere is, is not really true. Yeah, considering how they played in the second half, I'm surprised they got as deep as they did. They barely got by the uh, the Guardians. I keep calling them the Indians. The yeah. Guardians. They barely got by them. You're right. I mean, they fought tooth and nail to get by them. They got they they had to fight tooth and nail to win the division last year. But they did win the division last year. They did get out of the first round. So um, let's hope that uh, that this year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, though, Larry. I, I do not feel like the expectations of most Yankee fans or most neutral observers is the Yankees are definitely going to be in the World Series or they're, they're no. going to beat the – I don't think anybody's going to believe they're going to beat the Astros until they finally beat the Astros. I, as a matter of fact, I saw a couple of folks say that the Yankees are hoping somebody will take the Astros out so they won't have to face the Astros. Yeah. You know, that's the – I just think, Gordon, if there's, if there's some positivity amongst the Yankee fans, it's the fact that Volpe made, made the starting lineup, that he made mm-hmm. the team. And it's always exciting when – the, the the crown jewel or one of the big-time prospects makes it to the major leagues, right? Finally, everybody wants the young players to play, right? I don't care what sport it is. You always want the young players to play. And now, oh, he's here. He's going to be – and you start to hear the – you know, you've heard the name mentioned, Jeter. Now, nobody's comparing him. Nobody's saying he's the next Jeter. But it's like, could he – could he do what Jeter did? Not saying that he's going to be the same Jeter or whatever, but could he be that spark plug? Because when Jeter came up, look at how things started to take off. But you remember that, it, yeah, Jeter came up, but it was Bernie Williams that was up here, and it was oh, you know, it was all the, it, was, yeah. it was a couple of other players. It was mm-hmm. a, Posada was up here, and it was yep. a, you know it was a couple of other players. Mariano was in the pipeline. Pettit, there were guys mm-hmm. in the pipeline 
that he came in. So it, that's what made that Fab Five that people forget about. They only think about the Fab Four. They forget about Bernie. But that was so it wasn't just him. And that's that's why it's it's really the combination. The, the comparison is not really the same. But that's really why people are excited. Yeah. And that 96 team was, oh, oh, uh, please. you know, that was a that was a loaded group. I it mean, was. That was. And they had suffered the the pain of the year before. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that was, you know, 98 uh, or 96, uh, you know, Mariano Duncan and, and Boggs and Bernie mm-hmm. and Paul O'Neill. Charlie and, Hayes. I mean, you take a look at the, the bench that they had. They had Jim Lairitz on. They had Tim Raines on the bench. They had Straw on the bench. Fielder? I mean, uh, yeah, right. They got Cecil. So they had, uh, I mean... They were unbelievable that way. So, and and even the pitching staff, you know, Andy Pettit and Jimmy yeah. Key and David Cohn and and Mariana was, uh, you know, not even the closer yet. And so Jeff Nelson, I mean, that was a loaded team. So, um, I don't know that this team is like that team. We'll continue the conversation on ninety eight seventy ESPN.